This is Party Wall Pro, the podcast where surveyors tell you how they first started and how they've grown their business, making it easier for you to get to the top. Well, welcome to another episode of uh, Party Wall Pro, the podcast. I've got Jack Norton with me today. Um, Jack Norton is a, a director at a relatively new firm uh, called Schofield um, Surveyors, um, started by the famous Andrew Schofield. Um, and you are specializing in party wall, rights of light, uh, general matters, right? Yeah, so a lot of Navy matters. Yeah. Yeah. And so so tell me, how how easy or difficult was it for you to... Uh, to, to, to make that jump to to start you know a new firm like that with Andrew um, so I mean I was very lucky really because um, I worked with Andrew at Delver Gutman Redler um, and he he left it was May last year set, set the firm up which started trading in June um, and I joined Andy later in the year end of October um, so I mean he's a thoroughly experienced surveyor with a very good following of clients and surveyors so um, for me I'm a lot younger than Andrew is it was relatively straightforward because of Andrew's contacts so he, he really carried us through the first few months mm. um, my, my contact base is yeah much more uh, much more than Andy's but uh, yeah I mean the first few months were slightly worrying because of course all of a sudden you've got two surveyors to feed um, working off one surveyor's workload but um, beginning of this year, 2016, work really picked up, and we uh, have eight nine weeks ago um, employed new surveyor. So when, there's now three of us. Oh, right. We're slowly building the way that we wish to. Um, yeah. Which is really positive. And what's the what's the long term uh, goal there? Is it to continue recruiting and growing the practice? Yeah, we'd like to grow the practice. I mean, the the ethos is that. Um, and I think the ethos for everybody should be that first and foremost, we're building surveyors and we're building surveyors that might specialise in doing some party wall work, but um, we are building surveyors. So we don't just deal with the application of the Act. Um, we deal with associated neighbourly matters. We do do building surveys. We do dilapidations. Um, we do some expert witness work on uh, party wall, lots of party wall projects gone wrong, uh, boundary disputes and general construction disputes so the staff that we employ uh, we wish them to, to share the same ethos and we would like to grow the firm of surveyors mm. and no doubt we will continue to do a lot of possible work but, yeah. Um, yeah and so for you jack personally so how did you how did you get into this how did you decide to become a surveyor and uh, and then special so i had a bit of a, a false start um i went to university to do naval architecture and do a sailing and apply design. Um, Realised that wasn't the kind of career for me, so dropped out of university the first time uh, and got paid to get sailing for a bit. Um, and the classic, I have an uncle who's a building surveyor. Uh, he had a practice down in Sussex, so I did a bit of work experience with him. Um, enjoyed my time there, and so I went to Reading to do a building surveying degree a bit later. Um, but... From that, went into a very good um, firm of surveyors, Daniel Watney, who uh, a multidisciplinary firm, but uh, they're a very, very strong building surveying department. I got chartered there and then moved to Delver Back and Redler. And, uh, well, 
I am where I am now. And so, so yeah, Delva Patton Reda obviously being being quite niche yeah. already. What uh, what made you decide to go for that particular niche? Is it just for, so for me? I I mean, I had a broad spread of, of everything at, at Daniel Watney, and I particularly enjoyed what had been the professional aspects of surveying, so dilapidations, um, party wall act work. I've done nothing on rights of light, nothing on boundary disputes. Mm. Um, I personally, I didn't really enjoy the contract administration, so it, it was an opportunity when. Andy and Alistair offered me a job to step away from contract admin and learn something of some thoroughly reputable surveyors uh, and yeah, step into that professional side of work, yeah, which is yeah. exactly what I was after. All right. And so, so do you remember your first, first client? First client, yeah, at uh, Daniel Watney, um, which was a contract administration job actually so it was it was a uh, um it was for a trust we had to do a roof down in Wimbledon um and it was picking up a job which had previously gone wrong and very steep learning curve but uh yeah no thoroughly absolutely remember it all right and so now obviously your role as um as a director um you besides besides your you know the bread and butter work do you do any, you know, business development and stuff like that? Yeah, but I mean, I think I, I learned off Andy and Alistair and Delva, um, uh, and we're all doing that all the time. Um, it, it's, I mean, it's Alistair's uh, and Andy's um, ethos really getting getting on with people, and quite honestly, if you do a good job, um, the reputation follows. I think um, so. We, Andy and I, we do not actively market. Um, all the work that we get comes off recommendation. The website we have is, is, is very simple, just a very crude page. Um, so everything is about business development all the time, really. Yeah, yeah. And so, so if you, um, yeah, if you had to give some advice to a newbie um, mm. on starting starting a practice, starting a, a maybe a party wall uh, practice, where where should he start? Uh, yeah, well, it's tricky. I think too many people start um, too soon, and you, you've got to have the experience of working for a bigger firm to be able to operate on yourself, to have that client base and have that reputation. Um, I mean, I, I had it. I was very fortunate because of Angie's, Angie's, um, not who he is really. Um, so I was stepping from an office where uh, debate and education was was encouraged all the time um, and that's exactly what we do now we're always talking about everything and, and thrashing out ideas if anyone's got anything which they wish to discuss the, the office almost grinds to a standstill actually and we, we, we thrash it out um, so people starting on their own uh, unless they are experienced in their own right must find that very hard yeah. It's about having the right people around you. I think that's yeah. the, the key, I suppose. So, so what kind of new challenges actually do you, uh, do you encounter now, now that you've set up your, your separate um, business? In terms of work, professional work? Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I'm doing, we're doing a much wider spread of work than we did at Delvis, which is, is going back to roots of building surveying, I suppose. Um, so, I mean, I've got a trickle of expert witness instructions coming in, which is, was new for me. Um, and I mean, they, they, um, you see some weird and wonderful situations um, with those. Um, doing a lot of mediation um, or been to a lot of mediations as well. I can see that might be a, a, a route that we, we go down, alternative dispute. Um, mediation qualifications might be interesting in the future. Um, yeah, pretty wide, widespread, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. And so, so, so it's, it's basically now Andrew's, you, you work with, with Andrew for Andrew's clients. Do you have your own kind of client base as well? Yeah, yeah, which, I mean, when we left our previous firm, um, it was done on the best of uh, relationships, really, and we're still very close with everyone at Double Patton. Um, but, yeah, building my client base, uh, some people have followed me off their own accord, um, and the client base is continuing all the time. So uh, Andy and I... Uh, we have our own work spread, so for party wall jobs, Andy will be named on his jobs, I'm named on my jobs, mm. um, and we've now got somebody who is helping one of us out at a time. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, how, and it, an ever-growing base, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, how did you, so how did you build that client base of yours? It, it's come literally through um, never saying no to a CPD session and meeting people. So the PMS and Thisbe, um Club is a, a fantastic platform to, to meet new surveyors uh, and other professionals. Um, but I, I think probably most of my clients have come from work. So I've done a job for them and they like me and they use me again. Or my name has been recommended to people uh, and well, that client base slowly grows as a result of that. Yeah, yeah, and so the first, the first building owner or adjoining owner that you acted for in a party war matter. Yeah. Um, how did that? You, your own. I mean, not not coming through either Alistair or Andy. Your own. How how did you manage to get that kind of, you know, the relationship? Was it through an architect? Was it through? I think it was probably through an architect, actually. Yes, um, and. Uh, the very first one I did where I was named was a very small residential job and I think it was like a brother-in-law or an architect or something yeah. um, so I mean it just you, you never know there's always a client around every corner um, you've just got to do a good job all the time and get on with people and if you're any good hopefully the reputation follows because that's, um, that's that's the, the idea is I want to try to drill down into you say there's a client at every corner. Mm. Where, where? How do you get to that corner? How do you? Because that's that's the thing. It's it's. It seems obviously with hindsight, it it seems easy. It's like well, yeah, no, they 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 come. But you you had that at some point in your career. You had that situation where you told yourself, "I need to build my own client base," right? Mm -hmm. And what was the first kind of action that you took to make it happen? Just, I think, of my reputation of going about 
work and, and recommendation. As I said, we don't do any um, aggressive marketing. Well, we don't call, call, call. We don't um, send random emails off to people. Uh, I mean, we go to the, the odd networking event, and I suppose that's a, that's a good platform by which you can meet new professionals and clients could come out of it. Um, but I mean, we're in a very fortunate position where a lot of work is just coming to us um, and, and no active marketing has been required. Um, it may be at some point, but uh, presently we're very fortunate it's not, it's not being needed to. Yeah, yeah. So, so networking events and ENT club meetings, hmm. getting along with, uh, with your fellow surveyors. Yeah. So, surveyors, are, I mean, architects, solicitors, they hold networking events all the time. Mm. Um, and we, we try never to say no to an invitation. Um, go and meet new people. And um, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's about as proactive, I suppose, as yeah. <laughs> it gets. Um, and, yeah. and so you, you mentioned earlier that um, you, were, you had just recruited um, someone. Um, and so how do, you, how do you go about in recruiting the top? I'll tell you, it wasn't easy. Um, so we we put a, um, a message up on LinkedIn. Uh, we did decided not to go through a recruiter. Um, so it was LinkedIn um, and just spreading the word, I suppose, across surveying contacts. Um, and the chap we've actually got is a qualified architect um, who has worked for some very reputable practices. Um, wishes to get chartered as a building surveyor. So we've got the correct spread of work to get him through his APC. Um, and he's fantastic because the important thing is he understands construction, understands drawings, very good with clients. Um, the, app, the party will act is something that can be read and, 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 and learned. It's applying that to construction um, and he's got the construction. And that's exactly what we were looking for. All right, okay. But very hard to find. Yeah, I mean, we were looking for quite a while, um, but, uh, and in the end, it came through uh, personal recommendation. It seems it seems to be um, to be a problem in in your industry is is the recruit yeah. right people. Um, yeah, and so so if I if I were to um, if I wanted to join your firm, what what do I have to do? <laughs> well, it, we are all about the the surveying and the construction. So it, it's having the background uh, in in the surveying really. So we we're after people that like buildings, want to understand construction, and then are interested in applying um, you know, the act to those situations. I mean, after all, the act is is a it's a dispute resolution on a construction issue. So you can't resolve a dispute if you don't understand the construction. Um, you see people try and do that and. They don't always do it very smoothly. Um, so I think we, we really value the the surveying and the construction experience. Mm, okay. Right. And so now down to the um, the more the nitty gritty of your you know day job in itself. What mm-hmm. um, what kind of tools do you use to make your life easier? Um, any. Any, any things that you can do without, or you can't do without, sorry? Well, we're, we're fairly basic, I think, um, in our setup. We, we um, 
number of office. The office is very important for social and you know uh, educational purposes. But um, we log on to a cloud system, so I can work anywhere. Um, and I use my iPad a huge amount, and quite often on the hoof, I can log on in a coffee shop to the cloud, and I can work on what is basically my desktop access all of my files um, in this quite mobile. Um, we don't have any kind of specific programs that we use other than basic um, Word, Excel, etc. Yeah. Um, I mean, all the timesheets we operate on Excel and party wall trackers and schedules information, etc. is all done on Excel. Mm. Um, timesheets, that might be something that we need to get software for in due course. Um, that's uh, no, quite a simple setup. Yeah, yeah, that's light. That's good. Yeah. Mm. I think as the numbers grow, then sometimes you need more complex systems in place. But uh, with, with only three of us at present, we're relatively straightforward in our situation. Mm -hmm. So this time next year, how many how many people will you have? This time next year, it would be nice to have another one or two, um, and a continuing um, continuing growth in workload. Uh, I mean, I think we seem to get a, a steady supply of the same type of work, if you see what I mean, the same array of work. Um, so building that and um, yeah, definitely we would like to continue to grow. Mm. That's the aim. And, and your, your practice, your, your personal uh, practice as such, is it more commercial, more residential? Both, to be honest. Um, a lot of... Um, adjoining owner work for party wall purposes is, is uh, residential um, more commercial building in a work I would suggest okay right um, commercial I, I think that Andy and I both prefer the, the commercial um, the commercial building owner projects they're more interesting and um, it's very nice working with uh, commercial project teams um, the, the way that a lot of Jobs, residential jobs are procured, design and build, uh, contracts, etc. Um, make sometimes residential jobs much more demanding than the commercial and, and, and harder, okay. harder to control. Um, but uh, yeah, nice spread. Yeah, that's even different, right? Because because you think you think that commercial big project like that would be much more time consuming. Um, but it's, yeah, it, might, it might be more time consuming, but. It, it's sometimes easier um, because a commercial project you get a decent team and they're, they're designing things properly a residential job you get uh, an owner of a house might go to somebody saying please can you design and build me a basement um, and the way that a lot of jobs are procured um, means that you don't often in the party wall process get the information that you need until uh, almost the point that you need it uh, i.e. you need the awards in place because of the way these jobs are typically procured. All right, so it's a level of professionalism involved hmm. makes it more enjoyable because it's um, it's easier. Yeah, I, I I certainly prefer it. Mm. Yeah. Have you have you um, seen the 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 profession the, the party wall kind of of procedure and process? change over the last few years some people have been saying that it's it's a little bit more contentious than it used to be um, yeah I, I, I think if you asked a 
a solicitor or barrister, they say there, there are more cases now um, than there ever used to be, more mm -hmm. people appealing wards, etc. There certainly seem to be more fair severe referrals than there used to be. Yeah. Um, and why that is, well, I'm sure people have got various opinions, but um, I think more people are now doing party wall work than they used to back in the day. Um, I mean, the people who used to be the original party wall surveyors were thoroughly experienced surveyors that um, dealt with the little application of the Act. Now you get people who aren't surveyors, they know very little about construction, but their title is a party wall surveyor and they're applying the Act. And I think simple logic dictates that without that experience and knowledge, you're more likely to get yourself into problems. So. so more is more regulation the answer? On who should be a party rules for that? Yeah, for the profession. Yeah, I think that would be a very good answer. Say, for example, a, a chartered surveyor. Um, I mean, the Act doesn't define a party rules surveyor, does it? Um, if the Act did, I think, well, a lot of people wouldn't be able to do the job, but I think the process might, uh, yeah, might be done better. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a big it's a big fault in the app. Hmm. And is that is that is that being discussed? Or as it just Yeah, I mean people are, are for years have been trying to get amendment to the Act and I believe that's one thing that a lot of people would like to see amended if the Act is to be amended. Um uh, yeah. People people are trying to do things, but I don't think it's overly straightforward. Yeah, yeah. That's an interesting I mean, Andy um, has, has contributed a huge amount to the, the Boundary Disputes Preservation Bill, and um, there is nothing present for the Boundary Disputes, um, and, and they've tried to pick up on some faults which they see in the Act, and one of them is defining who can who can apply it, who can be the surveyor, and that's that's one thing which they have included in the Boundary Disputes Resolution Bill, uh, the definition of of a surveyor. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, that's Whether that will get through, who knows? But you know, it's it's, uh, it's an example of other people seeing that failing too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, over the next years, I think uh, Parliament will be uh, busy with other things. Yeah, <laughs> that possible change in direction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Jack, thanks. Thank you so much for your time. How um, or who? Who do you think I should interview next? Any idea? Have you, you've interviewed Alistair. I have. Uh, have you done anyone else? Got other other people in the, in the pipeline, um, but uh, that I don't want to mention any names because I don't know how I'm going to release them. Oh right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, if you look at who is common, uh, commonly coming up as first there, I mean, they're all going to be uh, thoroughly experienced people and very interesting to interview. So Alistair Graham, um, David Moon, Michael Kemp, Joe Ball. Mm. Um, and then uh, you know, the other, I'd suggest that the people who are very involved would be Primus and Disby Club. So um, Ashley, Andy, um, David Reynolds, mm -hmm. David Bell. Right, right. More names escape, but um, and the and on the on the kind of the younger younger end of the spectrum, Ashley, obviously. Um, yeah, Ashley's. Um, yeah, definitely worth interviewing. Uh, I mean, he also worked at Dale Putman, worked with Andy uh, for a long time. Um, uh, Stuart Cobbold, 
from yep. um, yeah. JLL. Yeah, yeah, he helped. He helped a, a lot in uh, in developing um, our tool, actually. Okay, yeah. Well, I think. I mean, I, I worked with Stuart for a while. Um, he's a great surveyor. It'd be very interesting to talk to. Um, and there's uh, Steve Parker, would be probably quite interesting as well. Who is um, at Malcolm Hollis? Okay, well, that's a lot of names. Okay, great. Well, that's really <laughs> really helpful. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of names, isn't it? But um, yeah, I. I it would be interesting to get an array of surveyors of, of uh, age and experience, I suppose, wouldn't it, for, for what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. And actually, um, someone mentioned I should um, interview some architects as well okay. to, to get the kind of point of view from the architect and see what kind of party wall surveyors they and what the qualities they, they're looking for in a party wall surveyor. Hmm. Add, add a lot. Yeah, no, interesting. Spectrum, I suppose, and possibly uh, if you can get to talk to them, I suppose some some big commercial developers. I mean, they go through it time and time again. Uh, they're the people who are choosing surveyors, so it would be interesting to see um, what they look for when they are choosing. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, well, if you've got any names, um, send me an email. Could all be Will good. Um, great. Well, Jack, thank you so much for your time. No problem at all. Uh, nice talking to you, and uh, I hope I'll, I'll see you at one of the PNT uh, meetings. Oh, yeah, I'm always there. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thanks. Hey, right. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Bye now. Bye-bye then.